Well, welcome to See Here Love. It's our summer series, and we're featuring never-before-seen interviews and all of your favorite shows from our past seasons. So we hope you enjoy our past conversations that are still very important and inspiring today. Enjoy. You are seen, you are heard, you are loved by God. You're not alone, you're fully known, you are loved by God. Well, welcome to See Here Love, and I'm your host, Melinda Estabrooks, and I'm so glad that you have joined us on TV online, on podcast, and on radio, and join these amazing women on the couch. Hello. Hey. Cheryl, Hi. Brooke, Lisa, welcome. So good to be here. Yeah. It's gorgeous. I know. It's nice Beautiful. to be here in this cozy little yeah. living room. Love it. And we have a special girl, mm -hmm. and we like to call her girl boss, yeah. <laughs> Ellen Graf Martin. Welcome, Ellen. Thank you for having me. And just a little gush on this amazing woman. Ellen is the president of Graf Martin Communications, a marketing and publicity agency that works with international publishers, filmmakers, and nonprofit organizations. You are busy. I am. I am. Life is full. Life yes, is full. I can see that. We're going to talk a little bit about that because you are doing it well and leading well with a full life. But today we're going to talk to you about being a different kind of leader. Mm -hmm. hmm? Right? We're all like, okay, we can learn a lot from you, Ellen. Let's talk about that. What does, okay, maybe you should define it first. What would you say when I say, what does a different kind of leader look like or mean to you? Well, what it means to me is, you know, when I was thinking, when I was starting this agency, I started it thinking, what is the type of agency I want to work for? Mm -hmm. Instead of what does an agency look like? It was what does the agency I want to look like or work for look like? Yeah. And so what kind of leader do I want to work for? Mm -hmm. And so that changed me because I had worked for all sorts of different kinds mm -hmm. of leaders. Mm -hmm. And so it shaped how I chose to be leaders. Who did I actually want to work for? Mm -hmm. And then built it out from there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Lisa, what about you? When I say a different kind of leader, what kind of comes to mind? For these days, um, especially with the rapid pace of change of the world, I'm looking for a leader who is in the present, but also is able to look in the future and look at the young talent that's coming up. So many leaders just hang on oh, and they don't think on, beyond that. But yeah. especially in this world with the rapid pace of change, you got to pick up the young people. Got to pick right. up the young people. So you might not actually see it to fruition, yeah. which a lot yeah. of us want to. You're mm -hmm. saying yeah. sometimes it's just about equipping next generation yeah. for that. Okay. For what God has them to do. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Brooke, what about you? Yeah, when I think about... Like, a, a leader, I think of someone that is powerful. And I actually, a different kind of leader is actually someone who's gentle, like a mm. shepherd who leads their flock uh, mm. meekly, but confidently. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. You th this is such a dear topic to my heart because I, I've tried to be a different leader all my life. And I feel like a different leader is a leader that leads with compassion. Mm -hmm. And I feel like mm -hmm. a compassionate leader is heart driven is cause-centered mm -hmm. and uh, would forsake opportunity for impact. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, that's good. That's really good. Is that resonating with you, Ellen? It like totally when you when you hear that? Me. Yeah, when I hear these things, I think, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, because I've tried to build those in. Like our values at our agency are maybe different than what you would think. Because you think marketing agency and you think like people who work 80 hour weeks and you know, this <laughs> yes. drive and um, a different way to be measured. And so, you know, our first core values are be humble mm. and be honest. Mm. And so do you mm. think, when you think marketing, do you necessarily think humble and honest? Not necessarily, right. but yeah. it is who we are. Yeah, in, like and I, you know us. Yeah, you know that that's like who we that. are. Yeah, and that is. It kind of goes counter yeah. to what 
the world would say is, you know, hustle hard, work hard, mm-hmm. make it happen, do anything to make it happen and what it, yeah. and it takes, which can be to the detriment of your own character and integrity yeah. sometimes yes. in that way. Right? Yeah. I like that. Be honest and be humble. And be humble. Those are our first two. And okay. I think there's a lot of power in that, though, because we're talking about powerful. There's world powerful, then there's godly kingdom powerful. Mm-hmm. Meek is powerful in the kingdom of yeah. God. Honesty mm-hmm. is, so is being authentic and yeah. humble yeah. and compassionate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's power in God's kingdom. That's yeah. longevity, too. Mm-hmm. What would you say, as women, are some of the biggest struggles we have as, as a leader or being looked at as a powerful or effective leader. I mean, let's just be honest. We've all had to struggle in our journey to be heard, to be at the table. I mean, just throwing it out there. What are your thoughts about that? What have been Uh, your experiences? uh, Like, yes, five exclamations and a couple of like underlines to that. Uh, Being a female and being a woman of diversity, uh, Mm -hmm. being a woman of color, um, having to carve my space at the table has been Mm -hmm. my lifelong exhausting journey. Mm -hmm. And once I get to the table, struggling with feelings of worthiness that I belong there because I'm made to feel sometimes like I don't belong there. And so um, for me, I think one of the biggest things that has been a frustration for me is that my passion, um, and maybe it's just because of my stature, it could be a, 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 you know, AB, ABW, we call it angry black woman thing, but my passion gets mistaken for anger, yeah. mm, um, right. gets mistaken for some sort of, and, and no, I'm, I'm passionate. And the same passion that would have resided in a male would be commended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Alan, what about you? Because I know that the, you've yeah. had some challenges too. Yeah, and you know, it hasn't been easy, but there's, <laughs> this is so funny, but if I was to give advice to someone, I would say, believe you belong there. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yes. I exactly. was raised Good. by... Uh, you know, parents who believed I belonged there. Mm. And so I didn't know that, <laughs> I didn't know that other people would assume I shouldn't be there. I just would <laughs> yes. show up. Yes. And so sometimes it's just showing up and believing you have something to offer and That's contribute right. and mm. contributing it, even though you may fail or people may look at you or take you the wrong way. Um, but when you keep showing up, you get you get recognized as someone who shows up yeah. and so that and you get recognized as a leader without even trying to be a leader you're just offering what god has given you yes mm-hmm. right yeah mm-hmm. i always like struggle that. with self-confidence yeah. right at yeah. some point or another we're all sitting amongst other women and you think like oh they have more to say than i do or mm-hmm. i kind of feel like i'm lesser than that person right now but really like we all have a voice we all have something mm-hmm. god's yeah. given you a unique thing to say mm-hmm. uh, uh out of your unique story mm-hmm. so don't ever feel like you're less than. Yeah, I like that, Brooke. Every single woman, well, belongs at the table, but also we all have a unique voice. And I think that that brings into another topic about how one of the issues where I think women diminish themselves or don't feel they belong is because they don't think they have anything to contribute because they're always comparing. (laughs) We're comparing about who we are. They struggle with their worthiness at the table. Yeah. 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 Ellen, when you're listening to this, you know, because you are now celebrating your 10th anniversary of Grab Martin Agency. Yeah. Yeah. Years, I was going to say yeah. long years, um, <laughs> yeah. good, bad years. Talk yeah. to us about that because as we look at leadership, there is that part even mm-hmm. for, for me personally as a woman, longevity. Mm-hmm. Like I, I do tend to be mm-hmm. one where it's like the next best thing, I'm on it and then I don't want to stay the long mm-hmm. term. So when I hear 10 years, I'm like, wow. So do I. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. so do I. How have you yeah. done it? Give us some advice on and how you have remained true yeah. to mm-hmm. your call and the unique gifting of a leader that you are for mm-hmm. the past 10 years. 
Well, and I think it comes to this scripture in Exodus, Exodus 31, and this has been on my desk for years. I have a whiteboard that this stays on, and it says, it's about the tabernacle and about the Lord building the tabernacle. And the scripture says, the Lord says to Moses, look, I have specifically chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, grandson of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. So it tells me that when God chooses someone to do something, he sees them and he knows them and he knows their history. He knows who they came from. He knows, he knows all that stuff. And he still chooses them. And then he says, I have filled him with the spirit of God, giving him great wisdom, ability, and expertise in all kinds of crafts. And to me, that is really, really key because I, you know, I started this, I was 31. Um, I didn't know what I was doing. I had never worked in an agency, but I knew God had asked me to do this. I didn't know that. And I, I had to pray for wisdom. I had to pray for this. I needed this scripture. Okay, God, you have called me for this. You have given me gifts and talent, but would you fill me with wisdom, mm. ability, and expertise? And mm. so <laughs> it's not about me. And that not being about me makes longevity possible mm. because I will keep walking through the door that God opens until he shuts it. And mm. when he shuts it, then it's done. Mm -hmm. And so that changes everything. The pressure isn't on me to yes. make this thing yeah. happen. It's on yeah. God to say, okay, you do it, God, and I will be faithful. Yeah. So good. It's God's prerogative to choose and it's responsibility yeah. to mm -hmm. help you bear the fruit that he's called you to bear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So That's good because a lot of women, I would say, I mean, maybe there's that part of like you, you feel equipped or you don't feel equipped, but I think I think there is that part of the, the confidence level that we mm. can do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like there are a lot of women say, you know, I have this dream. I want to I want to open an agency. Yeah. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to do this. But I just I can't make that first step. Like yeah. I'm a little terrified at doing this. I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. I either, they either live under the imposter syndrome. Yeah. yeah. They live under like lack of confidence. Yeah. Or they honestly, and I've heard women say, you know, I, I actually don't really believe God is mm -hmm. going to help me do this. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what would you say to that woman mm -hmm. who has a lot of these, um, you know, insecurities or blocks from actually leading well and, and going mm -hmm. through with the, the long term? What would you say? Mm -hmm. I was just going to say that no matter where you start, you can't do it on your own strength. Mm -hmm. So uh, wherever that next step is or what that looks like for you, like you need to be rooted in who you are in mm -hmm. Christ mm -hmm. um, because that's where your identity comes from and that's where your strength and going mm -hmm. forth is gonna come from. Good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, despite popular opinion, there is no magic secret to success. Mm -hmm. You trust God's plan that's right. mm -hmm. and you never ever give up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you're in that room and you're wondering about your worth and whether you belong in that mm -hmm. room, Check the doorman. Mm -hmm. Who opened the door? Mm -hmm. God is right there. If God has opened the door, then he has qualified you because mm -hmm. he qualifies mm -hmm. the called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we need to just sort of look back and be reminded that God is the one that opened the door. So yeah. you're worthy mm -hmm. and you are, you are well equipped mm -hmm. to be there. Hey, it's Chris, friend of See, Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See, Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. 
I'm thinking of the phrase that we find in the book of Esther, that she was raised up despite the fact that she was an orphan through that whole journey and she becomes queen and Mordecai challenges her for such a time as this. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the culture today where the winds are blowing, if ever women had a voice, it is now. I'm excited for the daughters and the young women who are growing up in this culture. There needs to be wisdom and to temper that a little bit in the ways that are godly, but why not is the question. In this season, why not? Yeah. Ellen, for you, like just as you, you know, advice for, you know, a woman that's struggling. Struggling to start something start and start, leads, struggling yeah. to lead. Well, I would say it's okay to call yourself a leader mm. because women mm-hmm. don't like calling, we don't like calling ourselves leader. For some reason we feel weird, but we can say worship leader, right? <laughs> yeah. But we don't feel like we can say leader and it's okay to lead. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, another thing that I have tried to say is leave our hands open. So mm-hmm. we think that hustling means grasping. And I think that it, a lot of it is surrendering. Okay, oh, yeah. so I'm going to oh, surrender what my plan is. Mm-hmm. God, you do it. And I'm going to live with my hands open instead of like this. Yeah, and oh. so I, you have no idea how many times I've driven in the car <laughs> and I've been, okay, God, okay, and i got to hold <laughs> on to the steering wheel. Like, you know, <laughs> even remembering that posture changes yeah. everything. It does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the, the things, you know, Ellen, as, as I read about you and know you, it's, you know, again, this you, you, you hold on to the promise, the fact that God calls, equips, mm-hmm. and leads us yeah. every day through mm-hmm. failure, through the highs and lows. And what I'm hearing from all of you is that God is with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is with us at the table where we belong. Mm-hmm. He is with us to give voice, you know, to, to injustices and to lead our generation. Mm-hmm. And he's with us as we're ready to launch, mm-hmm. you know, an agency or be an entrepreneur and do something like what mm-hmm. you've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's such a great promise. Like you don't yeah. feel alone yeah. in that. And I think that's the good encouragement for that. Yeah. And, and we're never ready. We're never ready because it is God who does the calling and the equipping and the preparing. We're never ready. So we have to be okay with taking a risk because we might fail. And that's okay. So we need to kind of lighten that, babe. We may fail and it's okay. It's okay to fail. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I feel like I feel like for someone, they need to hear this uh, quote from Maya Angelou. She says, "I come into the room and I stand as one. I come into the room as one, but I stand as ten thousand. Mm-hmm. And so there's power in sisterhood. And I feel like mm-hmm. we need to kind of just touch on community a little bit because mm-hmm. I feel like what um, gives us the the wind beneath our wings um, on this earth mm-hmm. is just being surrounded mm-hmm. by other leaders yeah. that can mm-hmm. pour right. in, mm-hmm. be a lighthouse. Go here, turn right, watch that step over." Over there, mm-hmm. and we need to sort of find like uh, spirits. Would you? I, I'm sure you'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I would. And you know, one of the hardest things in this journey has been in finding um, like-minded women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has been really hard. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, having good people around me who will speak truth to me, but yes. also be kind, Girl, this, yes. and yes. who love me, yes. it's a really important thing. And it looks like it. It doesn't just look like women. It looks yeah. like all sorts of different people and most unexpected people as well that you Mm -hmm. think, really, you cared about me that much? And you're praying for me and you find out people Mm -hmm. are praying and um, yeah, having the good people around you in general. Mm -hmm. I think that's key and I think we need to be women um, and reminded to be those women that will stand with other women, that will cheer and champion, Mm -hmm. even though you want to be like, oh, I wish that was me. You know, and those are honest feelings. Like sometimes you're like, oh, I wish I could be doing that. But I think that, wow, what a shift 
for the church and for the world to see women stand together and cheer one another on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and genuinely lovingly doing that. Like, yes. sister, yes. I believe you go for it. I might not get that opportunity, but you do, and you will, and you are mm-hmm. great. And mm-hmm. I think we need to really put aside a lot of the jealousy mm-hmm. and insecurities yeah, with that and, right. and do that. I think that's yeah, key. At the core, you're trusting that God's got enough blessing for every sister, every yes. daughter, every mom, yeah. you know, because that's who God is. He's abundant mm-hmm. and not let, well, Ellen's going to get all this stuff, and so let's just back up. And, <laughs> and, and no one sees the cost. They see the right. blessing, but yeah. they don't see yes. the cost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right? So. And I, I think about the, the, the gal who doesn't have, like, any gal pals cheering her on. Yeah. I think about that mm-hmm. person, right? now who's listening and thinking like, well, who are my people? I don't feel like I have. That's why I feel Mm -hmm. like the local church is so important and so Mm -hmm. um, valuable. Mm -hmm. Uh, You get your people, you know. That's good. Really, really good. Well, here at See Here Love, you know that we're all about the Bible and scripture and that that anchors and grounds us into what we're saying around the couch. And so we're going to go right now to the good word where Joanna will be sharing from a verse that Ellen already mentioned in Exodus 31, 1 to 3, and also from Psalm 37, 23 to 24, and how these verses encourage us to be a different kind of leader. On the show today, Ellen has brought us some amazing verses. And the first one is out of Exodus chapter 31 at one to three. It says, then the Lord said to Moses, see, I've chosen Bezalel son of Uri, the son of Hur of the tribe of Judah. And I filled him with the spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, with all kinds of skills to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze to cut and set stones, to work in wood, to en- and to engage in all kinds of crafts. Now this is a, a moment that shows the sovereignty of God, that God is in charge and we are not. He gives this man amazing gifts and skills and resources to be an artist and to make beautiful things for the temple of God. Now, we often don't know why God chooses to give certain gifts to certain people and not others, but I think that a lot of the time we can waste a lot of our life looking at what somebody else has rather than what we have. We see their skills or their talents and wonder why they got them and why didn't we have them or the things that we do have as given abilities and skills and gifts and talents. We maybe don't even like them very much or we can feel awkward or unsure in them. Uh, But the sovereignty of God is clear that he has given them to us for a reason and he wants us to use them. What are you doing? with all that God has given you to use in your hands. Now there's this text also in in Psalm chapter 37, verses 23 and 24. And, and this is for all of us who are struggling with using or maybe even knowing what to do with what God has given us and the kind of life that we have been given to live. It says, the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though we may stumble, he will not fall for the Lord upholds him with his hand. See, God wastes nothing. He gets you ready. No matter what your background, your history, your family, your skills, your gifts, none of it's a coincidence. And God wants to use all of it, even our failures, uh, to bring us to Him, to know Him better, to worship Him, and to invite others to come along that journey with us to know God. And we get to use everything we have. And the beautiful thing that we see in the Psalms is that God does the heavy lifting. He's the one who upholds us when we're struggling, when we feel like we failed, when we've been wishing somebody else's thing was our own, or we just messed up with the things we have. God loves us and wants to use us. 
Well, thank you, Joanna. Um, great thoughts from the good word. Um, what are your thoughts about these verses? Exodus 31, 1 to 3, and Psalm 37, 23 to 24. How, how did these relate to leadership and life and faithfulness and commitment? Thoughts? Well, for me, I, 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 I kind of get four S's in my spirit. So okay. <laughs> if you surrender to God's will and trust that he's ordering your steps, you may stumble, mm -hmm. but you're never stuck and there's no need to stop mm -hmm. because he's with you. Mm -hmm. And I nice. feel like sometimes we stumble and stumble equals stop or equals stuck. Mm -hmm. um, but if you are surrendered, know that that path is, is it's already been cleared for you. And then remember the t-shirt of our season three, get back up. Yeah, yeah. 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 we're always like, get back up, yeah. get back up. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's mm -hmm. awesome, That's good. good. Ellen, what about your thoughts? Yeah, and I would so resonate with that. I think we're so afraid to fail. We don't start because we're so afraid to fail. And failure isn't forever. It just, sometimes, like, I, I am a mom. I fail every day. Like, I think that's been my biggest lesson in failure is being a mom. But I'm still her mom. I yeah. still get up the next morning and I'm still her mom. So yeah. failing doesn't mean we're done. And especially when we know that it is God who holds our hand mm -hmm. or uplifts yeah. us with his mighty right hand. Um, we don't, it's not forever. Yeah. And, and I think for yeah. failure too, just, I just want to insert this is that I would not be the person I am today if I didn't fail. Absolutely. Like, and I have failed a lot. I have had rejection letters. I mean, even this show, when I submitted this show was a no. Mm -hmm. And I could have been out and said, okay, well, that's a sign, God, I will never do a show. And it's like, no, you know what? Mm -hmm. You just, it's a timing thing. It's a you thing. Mm -hmm. It's a readiness thing. Mm -hmm. And here I am. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all about failure. I really am. I'm not afraid of it. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. all about it because it will build you. It will strengthen you. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to hope and cling more to God when you do fail. Because mm -hmm. you're like, well, that didn't work. Yeah. All right, God, it's on you now. Help me yeah. out. Right? Yeah. I think yeah. there are lessons learned in failure that you can only learn in failure. It's lessons <laughs> of humility. It's lessons <laughs> of God's sovereignty, of his faithfulness, of his promise. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned in my life full of failures, like everybody else, is that sometimes <laughs> failure becomes that platform so you can jump higher. Yeah. And it needs to galvanize, but you can't let it break you because then it becomes like broken ice and you sink. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to let the failure galvanize and fortify your heart mm -hmm. and build your character, give you that grit because mm -hmm. it then becomes a platform to jump higher. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. All right. So we've got the four S's, the galvanizing, good word, <laughs> wow. and the ice, right? And that failure is good. Okay, this is good. Yeah, Brooke. and I think that like as Christians, our hope is in Christ. And so whether mm -hmm. we fall or we don't, like God remains good and he remains the same mm -hmm. uh, through our highs and through our lows. And, you know, we're called to, to be bold and to mm -hmm. walk confidently because yeah. of what Christ has done for us. Mm -hmm. And so because we know that as Christians, we can go forth and be the leaders that God has called mm -hmm. us to be. And Ellen, these verses, because these are the two that you brought mm -hmm. to us, you know, talk just quickly um, about why these have grounded you. Like I know that yeah. we've, we've talked this way, but for you personally. Yeah, and uh, quite literally, they are on, on my desk. <laughs> I read them every day. And you know, I wrote a little line because in that, the verse from Exodus came to, you know, really resonated with me when I was doing a study of the tabernacle. Mm. And it was a Beth Moore study. And she said something to the effect of, sacrifice and sweat do not always suffice. Mm. And so I remember that, you know, that I have to trust in what I'm doing. And, you know, one of the ways we've chosen, I've chosen to be a different leader is to say, um, my 
agency needs to serve my family and not my family serve the agency. Mm. Because honestly, I was a missionary. I, I've done this for a while now. I've seen families sacrificed on the altar of right. ministry or mm. on the altar of work mm. and business, mm. and that's not okay. And mm. so this is when I think that it, it reminds me mm. God is doing it. I need to show up where he has placed me, and that is in my whole life, mm-hmm. yeah. that he's, he's yeah. through my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that makes you definitely a different kind of leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very inspiring. You know, I'm, I'm really inspired by you and your friendship and your leadership. And I think for all of us women, you know, the four S's, yeah. mm-hmm. that's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. You know, being bold, being know that we can't do anything without God, mm-hmm. looking for the next generation and, mm-hmm. and as, as women leaders, encouraging them. And also for us, championing and cheering one another on as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your thoughts. Well, now let's go to our expert, Colleen Blake Miller, a psychotherapist, as she gives us tips on how to remain steadfast and faithful in our leadership and life commitments. Are you a leader who's been beating themselves up because of some of the challenges they've been facing? Let's be honest, life is filled with ups and downs, highs and lows. So instead of resisting challenge, why not embrace and prepare for when they do come? Tip number one, start doing a daily purge, a mental purge. Write it out, speak it out, all of the lies that have been bombarding you. Number two, focus on what is true. What are the praiseworthy, honest, truthful things about your situation. And finally, declarations and affirmations. You need to say them, you need to repeat them, you need to meditate on them. In the midst of all the challenges that you will face, never forget that amazing lives inside of you. God put it there, so go and live it out. Well, thanks, Colleen. Such great tips on how to lead in life, relationships, and at work. Really great. Well, it's time for takeaways. And we have a lot of takeaways here, ladies. But I think we have two, and we'll have many more, and we can add that into our blogs and vlogs. But we'll focus on two takeaways. Number one, be a different kind of leader. Quickly. And it, words and stuff, That what does that mean to you as a takeaway, to be a different kind of leader? Uh, just I'll just re- recap. Lead with compassion. You know, okay. that's that's yeah. a, that's one. Yeah. Brooke, lead humbly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Break the mold and think of the people coming next after you. Yeah. And I lead from where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Okay. And number two takeaway: remain faithful and steadfast to what and where God has placed you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Initial thoughts. Yeah. Uh, I have to say this. There's. Uh, I always end when I speak to girls with this one phrase, and I feel like it ties in to someone to be bold, be brave, be brilliant, because the world needs what God has deposited in you. Mm-hmm. And I think we undermine and do a disservice by sort of dimming ourselves and not feeling like we're qualified. Mm-hmm. So trust mm-hmm. that what you have is for the world. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and leading from where you are, like God has called some to small stages and small yeah. settings, mm-hmm. and God mm-hmm. has called some to large stages and large settings. Mm-hmm. And one doesn't equal 
better than the other yeah. and like lead where God has called you yeah. and, and do that boldly. Good. And if you're obedient and you're listening to God's prompting where you're at, you will be successful because that again mm -hmm. is where God has ordained you, He's anointed mm -hmm. you and He's placed you there. That's where you're going to be most fulfilled as well. Yeah. You mm -hmm. think you'll be fulfilled elsewhere, but that's where you'll be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And I think part of it is knowing that God doesn't waste anything. Mm. So our failures are the things that have not gone the way we would have ever imagined that they would. He still will use them. And I remember someone saying, um, look at what is in your hands and who is in your circle. Right. And that's where you start to serve. And by serving, we lead. Yeah. And so, yeah, you, mm -hmm. anyone can lead. Everyone can be a leader. Yeah, that's good. And you have just a heart for mentoring as well, don't mm -hmm. you? I do. And I that do. relates into this as well. I do. You know, I, I was mentored very well, um, but not by women. I, I never could find a female mentor. When I started this business, you have no idea how many places I looked for and trees mm -hmm. I shook trying to find a mentor. Mm -hmm. And I never did find one. And I realized I've been mentored in various ways all my life by my parents. Like my mom, we were saying this, yeah. you know, my mom was my first mentor and my dad was a, an entrepreneur and he mentored me. And I had people who believed in me, but most of the time, very honestly, a lot of them were men. Yeah. And so, so don't despise it. Just, you know, don't say, oh, well, he can't mentor me because um, he's a man. Well, no, you know what? God uses all sorts of people yeah. to lead us. Yeah. And we need to step it up, yeah. ladies, and believe yeah. that we actually have yeah. something to share yeah. and something to teach and yeah. someone that we can lead. So look around you and say, ask who you can share life with mm -hmm. and help lead. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much all of you for your thoughts on how to be a different kind of leader, how to lead with love and with courage and not to be afraid of failure. Thank you, Ellen, Graf, Martin, and congratulations on 10 year anniversary yeah. for Graf Martin Agency. Yeah. give you a clap. Congratulations, we hope to see you another 10, 20 years leading well. Yes. So thank you so much. And to you, our viewers, be a different kind of leader. Lead well at home, at work, with your family and lead yourself well, knowing that you're not alone. Remain faithful and steadfast. God is always with you to equip and encourage you each day. And if you want more information about Ellen, about what it means to be a different kind of leader, about mentoring, please go to seeherelove.com to read our blogs, listen to our vlogs, and to watch our past shows. And always remember that you are seen, you are heard, and you are deeply loved by God. Bye-bye. See Here Love with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.